What is up? Welcome back to Marijuana Essay Weekly, episode 75. Uh, you guys are watching uh, tonight live on Friday, uh, the exclusive, and you might also be watching on Sunday afternoon. Um, remember, if you're watching on Sunday or there, you know, some point in the future, we stream these shows live every Friday afternoon. And tonight, as usual, joined with me, I've got the legendary Dean. And yeah, how's your how's your week going, bro? Pretty good, pretty good. Not gonna lie, it's been a fun week. Uh, Heritage Day here in South Africa, so we had a bit of a, a bit of a holiday during the week, which is always nice. Um, a lot of people have taken a long weekend, which is cool as well. And then on top of that, yeah, it's been a bit warmer recently outside. It's finally felt except, like summer. Except upon today. Us. <laughs> it's like except today, today, as you can see, I'm, I've swapped out the <laughs> summer for the winter. Um, and yeah, just uh, really, really looking forward to the summer season, which is now officially kicked off. It was the, you know, the days have broken 12-12 now, meaning the days are only getting longer. Everyone's starting to get ready to germinate and there's just such an excitement. I mean, amongst my friends group, everyone's messaging me like, yo, bro, what are you growing? I can't wait to grow. So like all of my friends are keen. All of the customers on the site seem keen as well. So yeah, yeah. very, very exciting. And um with all this cannabis Fucking we're growing, how are we going to consume it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the, the summary of tonight. I'm sure that the thumbnail uh, lures you in. So tonight we're basically going to be discussing uh, all the different ways of consuming uh, cannabis or every all the different forms, not even necessarily consuming because... You know, this is obviously just an educational, uh, educational video. Um, and yeah, it, okay, so we, 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 we're going to start off at some of the basics. So if you guys are au fait and like expertise at the different types already, so you maybe, you can maybe just, um, you know, might get a bit bored or just put it on the background and then like listen in or maybe you're listening in the car as a podcast. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's basically dive straight in. Dean, what's your, the first form of cannabis that comes to mind on, on your, in your head? First form of cannabis that comes to mind are dank nugs, flower, or buds. Um, the most commonly used type of cannabis, I would assume. Um, so I'm going to share my screen and we can just do a little bit of Googling here. <laughs> yeah, so cannabis flower, I mean, it's the beautiful, beautiful product that comes off the cannabis plant. Uh, what I still find so hilarious is like so, so, some people will still think you smoke like the seeds and the and the stem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not actually the case. Like cannabis buds are beautiful. They uh, are colorful. Uh, these days you're getting reds, you're getting mm. purples, you're getting lime greens, you're getting oranges, you know, all of these different amazing colors coming out of a natural flower that grows. Um, uh, for me personally, there's not much better to look at than a, than a cannabis bud. Um, so also when you're growing as well as growers, like it takes so long to get to the point where you flower out and the flowering process is by far the most, the most rewarding, seeing it shoot its first, mm. uh, first pistols and then seeing it eventually turn into a product like, like that, you know, a beautiful, yeah. well manu manicured uh, uh, a cannabis flower. And I mean, I saw yeah. a study, I think I was on Leafly, I'm not 100% sure. They said, what do you prefer, extract or cannabis flower? And it seems the consensus in their audience is still about 70% towards cannabis flower. The faithful, Yeah, the it's plain and simple. The good. It, it's where it all begins. I mean, essentially all of these 
um, topics, uh, all of these, you know, all of the next uh, types coming up are going to be, um, you know, this is their origin. Uh, you know, they they all starting off as a, you know, as some sort of trichome, some sort of flower, um, in a garden somewhere, um, or in a tent somewhere, and this is the basic. You know, so it's, it's au natural. Um, I would say probably my you know with my little experience my favorite <laughs> um yeah so I, uh, it's it's definitely the own natural and as you said it's not this it's not the leaves part of it it's actually this like the nug part of it it's the flower it's actually the physical yeah. flower that grows off See, there's, the, there's grows nothing off the here plant. to smoke this is just like you could maybe smoke that a little bit there but it's not this is nothing here to smoke it looks it's weed but it's not smokable yet Neither is yeah, that. Yeah, we need to be dried. Leaf. So, I mean, the cannabis flower is beautiful, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen cannabis flower before. And in South Africa specifically, like, we have a cheap weed, which everyone calls, like, outdoor. I'll put it in inverted mm. commas. And uh, this is like a brown, compacted weed, like brick kind of weed that's readily available and incredibly cheap. I mean, you can pick it up for, like, two rand a gram. Get you stoned probably about 4% THC and that's like very very popular in the market so maybe a lot of people who are well popular in the market maybe not uh, very available in the market maybe and mm. a lot of sort of non-experienced people would have expect that to be ca- cannabis you know like yeah it's, it's like the bulk small buds yeah exactly <laughs> people who get, who get more into it and as the market professionalizes and develops you know you see what cannabis truly can be and Grown indoors, grown outdoors, it doesn't really matter. Quality flower is quality flower. And, uh, yeah, there's, true. Uh, there's nothing better. Um, so, so, so true. And, it's and what's... More um, affordable. It's definitely probably going to be the most affordable of the lot. Um, I suppose the downside would be just movability is obviously a little bit tricky. Um, and yeah. something that would be a bit easier to move would probably be... Any kind of extract, uh, like a, I think. And yeah. that's why it, a lot of sort of traditionally older stoners as well will know of hash or bubble hash or hashish or sharas. And like hash is popular because in the super illegal side of, of, of cannabis growing a few years ago, you know, 15, 20 years ago, hash was hash was much, much easier to transport. Oh, you yeah. can take a kilogram brick and compact that mofo and bubble wrap it and uh, yeah first thing that comes up is a is a compact hash brick there was actually so i mean this was a whole part of i mean the war on drugs in europe's completely against hash um and when they took away hash it actually started this uh you know then they started going into like the skunks and whatever these like high thc high potency strains that were getting grown inside of uk for instance um and it all started i mean the hash market in europe is absolutely huge and it's all coming from sort of like the eastern very eastern europe and i think morocco yeah and morocco and it's Mm. easy to get across into into europe and like a traditional hard hash brick brown on the outside and uh sort of more yellow on the not hash brown (laughs) not hash browns those look pretty good (laughs) (laughs) but traditionally you'd you'd see maybe the hard hashes but these days Mm. it's like fresh frozen hash or grated hash or so i heard someone from the strain hunters calling it isolator and that's like sort of more sandy kind of bubble hash you know so Mm. compared to transporting bud 
you know, on a commercial side and, and on the illegal commercial side, it starts to make sense that hash is a, is a good product because you're taking... I think that was its, its main the, delight, yeah. Yeah, 10% of the weight. Uh, you'd mix it with tobacco a lot of the time. I personally have hardly smoked hash because I absolutely, absolutely don't agree with tobacco it doesn't make me feel good in any way so mm. i've missed out on a lot of hash smoking but i have friends who smoke tobacco and they enjoy a hashy like greatly and i mean it's a nice product it's easy to store it's it's discreet but it does look a little bit like some sort of hard drug though <laughs> yeah when it's like these little like black balls and then they often wrap them in um you remember you used to get them wrapped in like just like cling wrap and then they like twisted yeah, like, into that little ball yeah, cellophane, yeah. So it's not the most If you're buying it from a real dodgy oak, it probably came in like a piece of plastic packet, like a... <laughs> like ShopRite bag. <laughs> ShopRite packet that he'd like cut off and like twisted it up. I've bought hash like that before. You know, so... <laughs> a very, so, so hash, a little bit more old school. I mean, there's very cool models. that uh, I, st- I like making bubble hash. Um, I, I, I quite enjoy it. But more recently, there's been the rise of the sort of more solid extracts, uh, starting off with maybe rosin. Um, Ready, got it. Yeah. So, so, you know, give us a little explanation of uh, of how you would get uh, from flour to rosin. I suppose there's a couple of routes, but... So, we are, well, I think uh, extracts have become so popular is because, you know, generally you'll harvest for premium grade flour, triple A grade flour, hard nugs, top mm-hmm. nugs, dense colas. And then there'll be, you know, depending on your grow style, you'll probably have a lot of shrapnel, skit, um, mm. you know, uh, I was trying to think of that word that dude uses in the snickle fritz, <laughs> pineapple <laughs> express. But so, so, so I think rosin has become so popular, especially in the sort of more commercial markets, because there's a lot of excess that people have, you know, if you've got a lot of excess, it's covered in trichomes, what do you do with it? So rosin and the next few things we're going to speak about are all different kinds of extracts. And the name basically comes from not the product going in, but the way that it was created. And Mm. rosin is created by using heat and pressure in something known as a rosin press. Uh, A rosin press is basically a a press um, there's an image over there mid center and uh, you it, it has heated uh, plates the heated plates come down together and put a certain amount of pressure it cooks the bud uh, in a sort of mesh kind of bag a rosin filter bag and then it allows the trichomes to sort of liquidize and then become the product known as rosin and rosin yeah. is completely natural there's no solvents used um, all you have used is heat and pressure. Uh, Yield-wise, it's not the highest yielding way of extracting, but mm. uh, if you're skilled at it and you, you, you wax the rosin art, you can get these beautiful yellows, beautiful golden colors. If you're not preparing it so well, it tends to be on the darker side sometimes, but it's a very, very rewarding thing to do. Then um, it creates a beautiful product. And how... Very, very how natural. You, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't get much more natural than... And you t- I suppose you're, yeah. you're taking out a lot of the, you know, the flower mass as well, which is a nice uh, perk for a lot of people. And I don't know if anyone would agree, but I find to, when you're smoking flour compared to smoking an extract, if the extract's well prepared, then it has a slightly different kind of high. And that's because I think it's missing. It doesn't have all of that sort of burnt plant matter, which mm. would generally affect the, affect the feeling, you know. So remove the plant matter just consume what is 
psychoactive or the good stuff. And uh, yeah, very powerful, very strong um, to be used with care. Uh, but yeah, I, I really, really like rosin because of just how much art goes into it, how much effort goes into it, and just how beautiful the product that you can make make is. Um, yeah. And you play with temperatures, you play with heats, and uh, as you can probably hear, it's probably my most experienced uh, form <laughs> of extract. <laughs> I don't really know too much about the other kinds. I know a little bit, but yeah, rosin for me is. Uh, I mean, if you, for example, like you'll have someone who will grow organically fully organically follow all the rules mm. but then they'll produce their their product into bho which is like a butane hash extraction solvent uh, form of making of making dabs so you take yeah. something organic and then you put something chemical into it you know so if you want to stick with your, yeah exactly if you want to stick with the organic ethos then this is kind of the one the one for you. this or bubble hash i would let's say let's have a let's actually have a look at bho while while you while you're seeing as you mentioned it um this is basically it's uh i mean this this is essentially the you know the process um it's basically you you do get simpler forms but it's using butane and it's freezing off the you, it, the the terpenes become soluble in the butane and the butane uh is a very easily evaporatable uh, substance so it basically evaporates and leaves the 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 whatever it took away with it um, the, the terpenes and you get left behind you get left um, I suppose you get shatter right shatter uh, well there's different forms I think depending on how you like prepare it how? afterwards you can sort of yeah. whip it together once you've created it and like change the 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 consistency from maybe a more waxy kind of consistency to a more sort of like but uh, like crumbly kind of consistency mm. but the thing with BHO is it's very easy to put a bottle of butane over a sort of bit of cannabis pull it out but how do you prepare it afterwards and that's where a lot of this sort of debate comes in you know unless you're utilizing the correct tools there could be some residuals if you also haven't used the correct butane there also could be some residuals you know so uh, the only butane I'll the only BHO I'll put my my dab tool near is something which has been processed in, in yeah. a vac oven or a vacuum this is oven generally how it how it comes out after a after a BHO run so it'll come out looking like this, like a uh, yellowy slime sludge, and then this will go into the vac oven, um, where it's basically like something like this, where it heats and sucks, and you're trying to pull every last molecule of the BHO out of it. So you get left with, uh, you can see all these uh, micro bubbles inside. That's actually the last minute uh, bubbles coming out. It's not actually a good indicator. You you kind of don't want to see a lot of those bubbles. It shows that you didn't get the majority of, out of it during the extraction, uh, the initial extraction. Something like this, where you can see very few bubble pores, um, is just generally also like a, a good indication. Yeah, and you see a DIY vacuum purging chamber. It's like sort of a pressurized chamber where you sort thing. of cook the you know more more top right where you like cook the cook the the BHO. Um, yeah, oh, very flavorful, mm. good yields, and what's nice about it is it always seems to have a fucking sick color, like beautiful color, <laughs> very attractive product. And for guys who are producing a lot and wanting to work through their trim and, and their excess quickly, guys that I know specifically, they absolutely mm. love the BHO method. And if you do it proper, you know, you can make a proper product, but you know, it is dangerous to work with butane. It's a solvent. If you, you have to, you know, you, you're dealing with heats, 
Later something very very flammable well. could blow your whole flat up you know yeah. if you're not you know could blow you up too so like just be careful if you are wanting to go for bho and also just make sure that you you you're purchasing it all or, or, or working with it correctly you know because yeah. you don't want to be smoking butane now how do you get to diamonds so I suppose that's just like ex- it's thca as i believe is is the is the main so, so Diamonds is not something I've really come across too much. The only time I've ever smoked diamonds was with Jules uh, uh, on the Hotbox show just before. He's like, have a little dab in this thing. <laughs> Three dabs from this tiny little rock. I was like, what the F? Proceeded to have like sheer paranoia. But I think the diamonds are actually created by leaving a little bit of solvent in the space and allowing the solvent to create like the molecules then sort of separate the thc crystals will separate from the the the, the trichomes and the flavonoids and they'll all start to bind together during this process and then you will have a resulting product which is the thc diamonds or like hard rocks of thc and and sort of like a terp source kind of of vibes oh wow and i mean they look absolutely like some sort of other shit you know yeah, dude imagine someone rocks up with like this thing on the spoon and shit dude i don't know if i'd hit yeah it looks a bit do- <laughs> it looks most dodgy probably of what we've seen maybe hash first but uh it looks diamonds like, a are like another. yeah literally but diamonds are another level and i mean it's mostly sort of thca molecules which are bound together so it gets you gets you zonked you know and what i have seen is people will like get a diamond on the dab tool and then they'll like dip it in sauce like diamonds and sauce mm, so it's <laughs> like isolated thca could... um da, 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 super high strength it's basically an isolate isolated thca or you can get an isolated uh, cbda cbd as well mm. assuming the diamonds that's pretty interesting. Now, what about, uh, I saw a th- quite a cool chart earlier that we could actually maybe... Um, yeah, and then there's, there's one more, which is, is one we haven't just mentioned, mm. yet, and that is the uh, alcohol extraction, or RSO, oh. I think people would call it. and um, uh, Like a tincture? Like a tincture, nearly. So, uh, oh, there's um, a lot we actually haven't done. <laughs> Yeah, there's probably about 25, 30 types of other cannabis. You know, it's a very broad topic, but just chat about, you know, we just want to chat about some of the ones that we, we, we do we do know and uh, what we've experienced. No, rather type RSO, I would say. So so I, I've, I think alcohol extraction is used a lot of the time for people who want to sort of create like medical drops or who are using it orally medically. A lot of the time you would decarb your cannabis because you would be consuming it orally. Uh, you basically utilize a pure alcohol 97% and up mm. um, and yeah you create an you create an oil that's activated and dosable uh, and easy to utilize as a medical product put it into a into a um, you know a, a dosing syringe put it into a, a capsule and now all of a sudden you've got a product which is activated because you've decarbed your cannabis extracted f- uh, by using the alcohol and then boiling off the alcohol in like a bain marine or something like that probably more mm. technical ways to do it as well and then you know you're left with a sort of generally black kind of cannabis uh, extract that f- mostly i've seen used as you know i don't really see pe- much people dabbing dabbing the shizzle so i think it's mostly used as a as like a oral kind of medicine 
Yeah, yeah. No, I think once it's got a bit of alcohol in it, um, it's something that maybe will be a little bit more appealing to uh, just an oral or orally taking it. And whether it's activated or not, I think you can do it either way. Strange idea. A lot of South African websites popping up here. Quite interesting. Um, People are pumping the RSO. Yeah. <laughs> Seems uh, popular. I'll do a little bit of an explanation on tinctures. Uh, you can actually, with a tincture, you essentially leave... Um, it's basically preamble to becoming RSO. If you leave it in this state, uh, cannabis, uh, the flower, I think you would throw the leaf, the seed, everything in there with a strong alcohol, um, food-grade alcohol, pure food-grade alcohol, and you'd leave it in there a uh, couple of days, maybe a week, um, your choice, and then you basically filter out all of that, dilute down the alcohol consumption, the alcohol percentage, and you that's it. You bottle it up, and you can have a... You'll get something that looks sort of like a... You know, something like this. It's like sort of it'll become like a, a alcoholic-y um, yeah, like liquid. That. I mean, you're not going to get drunk of it, and you have a couple, one or two drops, um, you know, or however you want to dose it or whatever. Uh, and you that would be also an orally, orally taken. Yeah, so you decarb once again, so you prepare the cannabis, cook it in, in the oven to activate the THC and the CBD and all the cannabinoids, and then you, you would obviously create the tincture and i think tinctures would probably be met sometimes infused with other things you know mm. um tinctures are incredibly popular uh, people utilize multiple different things so you could make a really strong medicine this way by utilizing multiple medicinal herbs and maybe create like a super cbd drop or who knows you know very exciting still i think one of the most exciting ones i can i can think about right now um form of cannabis is uh, cannabis edibles. Uh, <laughs> you know, some of these looking good. <laughs> yeah, my favorite edible, my favorite sweet is like a sour jelly tart. So like my favorite edibles are like gummies and, and stuff like that. But I've got to say like edibles make me absolutely love like Nearly every time I've had edibles, I've had like an out-of-body experience, like floating through time and space. That's probably just because I don't know how to cook it properly. You know, I don't know how to dose. <laughs> Overdose. Yeah, me, Teleport. me either. I've heard, I've heard really good, uh, really good things from um, certain companies that are bringing. You know, they're selling edibles on sort of on the the, the black market, I suppose, or whatever. Um, but they they're really bringing first world standards to the edible market whereas in they're getting the dosing right and like Down. we've said this before on the show many times like it's about dosing um it's going to go towards dosing in the future you're not you know if it's uh, I, I was having this this chat at the office i mean imagine you you bought a beer at a at a at a restaurant or whatever and like one day the beer's seven percent um you know a little bit strong you expected and then the next day imagine it's like 34 percent it's like you, you, you know you, you're gonna <laughs> you're not gonna be happy and it's like and with an edible you don't really have a, a chance to like you can't be like oh this tastes like a 34 percent thc or whatever you know you yeah know, you, you don't just, know until it's in you and it's too late it. you know yeah. and i mean like, I've, I've read stories of people <laughs> taking like you know 250 milligram gummies and then like ending up in the like uh in the um in the 
hospital and like mm. all of these extracts basically it's the same you know if you over if you, you can overdose easily because it's not it's taken from a plant form and diluted down into a high a high concentration and I think yeah. just sort of you know that la- lack of knowledge is a lot of the time what, what 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 hits you out on these things and if you have a bad experience once you might not want to do it again um, for this 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 chat just brought to mind a story my grand told me about some of her best friends um, and the, the husband and a wife and uh, the wife was in quite a bit of pain so uh, so they, they just after trying lots of things they thought they'd give cannabis a go they got some medicinal oil from someone and the, the, the gentleman wanted to try it before he gave it to his wife so he, he told my grand he, he poured half of the oil into a shot glass fold the rest up with like some sort of brandy or something like that oh, and then no. just hit this bad boy as a shot so he hit like a 0.5 mil first time ever <laughs> consuming cannabis and he literally went to the hospital you know so like lack of mm. knowledge caused him to have the worst experience ever and end up not not wanting to ever try it again you know and, uh, mega paranoia edibles, hits in because you don't know what's going on oh yeah exactly like when you get to that point where you just like you know too shame much. on whoever sold that guy that uh that, uh, yeah, and didn't give him the in, the correct information. That's, you know that you know. that happens so often. You know, it's, I mean, but also you know when you when you if if people are buying anything, you know, slightly illicit, they don't don't necessarily always want to like hang around and chat. You know, it's maybe a little bit because of the whole dark market and yeah, and stigma. And that's just stigma. another example of why the why the illegal market doesn't work. People want mm. to get medicine. They know cannabis is a medicine, but they're just not sure how to utilize it. You know, exactly. Not everyone is so au fait with the internet or willing to try new things or, you know. So it's uh, this, the lack of information and, and the lack of quality control is one of my biggest concerns. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely, definitely something that's uh, going to slowly start reforming as the, as the world changes and as the, you know, as the market opens up hopefully um so yeah isolate is also um basically it's cbd isolate uh you get they basically extract it down to its purest 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 form and you're left with this like crystalline powder it's not an easy extraction thing it's not something you can do at home it's very uh, meticulous but this is basically a purely legal this is legal you know, uh, oh, no, no, I, I lie. This is actually above the amount that anyone should have in a sort of serving. But this is how they get pure CBD without any THC in it. So when you see the legislation that says you allowed this many milligrams of CBD and whatnot, you're basically getting a lot of companies buying just this off the, off the market, maybe from China or whatever. And then they put it in their product and then they put a CBD thing on it. Just so yes. that's also a way a lot of people are, are consuming cannabis. Many types of cannabis cons- consumptions. What's your guys' favorite? Flower and dab. Rosin for me. Flower, <laughs> always. Flower's the old faithful. When there's old nothing faithful. there, there's a bud, you know. And I also do like, I, I, I can see why edibles are cool as well because they don't... Uh, they don't really smell. You can eat yeah. them in your plane or your hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I think it reminds me of a story. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I, th- I really uh, appreciate everyone joining in tonight. Um, 
Hope you had a, an interesting listen or an interesting watch of the show. Thanks, guys, to the live viewers that were that were watching, and uh, we are looking forward to seeing everyone next week again on the live show and through the videos. And yeah, hope everyone has a great weekend. Cheers, everyone. Till next week. <laughs>